0: Hi, everyone. Dana Wild here with the Mind Aware Show and welcome. You know, we talk a lot about stepping into your celebrity here at the Mind Aware, don't we? We talk a lot about being willing to kind of step up and be your full self and be out there, be of service to people around you. Well, I couldn't give you any better example than John Gray. You probably remember, hope you're like me, and you read back in the early 90s, Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Well, since then, John Gray has been on Oprah. He has had a three-hour special done on him from Barbara Walters. He's had 20 books come out, and the latest, awesome, and what a great title, right? Beyond Mars and Venus, because you know what? We live in a really complex world now it's much different than it was in the early 90s and he's stepped up and we're getting right up to speed with it in the new book so i'm just chomping at the bit to talk with him about what it's like to have to step into your full celebrity and what's the latest on mars and venus so hi john
1: Hi, good morning. It's good to talk to you.
0: Yeah, it's good to have you here. Let me start right off the bat, because I was reading your book back in the early 90s, navigating my own relationships, and it seemed like at that time, everybody was reading that book. And it might be one of those cases you hear celebrities talk about, yeah, overnight success, except I had been at it for a decade before then. But it felt (laughs) like to me like you were really thrust into this quickly. And so I'm curious about it. At the time it happened, did you feel like, oh my gosh, I need to get up to speed with this, I don't feel deserving, or who am I to be the the authority on this subject? Or did you already feel like you had done that work and had been at it so long that you felt comfortable in that position?
1: All of the above. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, well, first of all, I had been a bit of a celebrity in the in the uh, in the 70s. To go back to that time uh, as as an assistant to Maharishi Mahesh Yogi, who was the guru of the Beatles. So I was Maharishi's assistant, and I helped teach the teacher training programs. My picture was on in all the TM centers and 3600 centers where they did research on my brain and meditation back in the early 70s. So I was exposed to that, but always in a kind of a humble way because I was always the assistant. It wasn't really about me, but I got all this recognition. So I was kind of like used to it. And uh, then I went out on my own. I left and I went to the, my brother had bipolar. So and I went to study psychology to help my brother. And that's how I got into counseling. And, and then for 10 years, uh, I, I was I was a good counselor. I loved what I did. I developed the ideas of from Mars 10 years before the book. And I was frustrated a lot and happy a lot, you know, my, uh, because it wasn't developing as fast as I wanted it to. <laughs> my seminars were always small. Uh, they were building in size, building in size. And my wife would remind me that John, my wife's a gardener and, uh, she'd remind me in nature when things are real, they take time to develop. So I think I was, uh, developed in that way. I can actually remember when Oprah show started. And I thought, I'd be the perfect guest for that. I mean, this is what her show was all about. And they rejected me, and they rejected me. And it was simultaneous with the time I was teaching a seminar. I used to teach seminar about 30 to 100 people a weekend. And I was traveling along the coast in California, and my car was on empty, and I didn't notice it. And there weren't gas stations for a long way. And I thought, why did that happen to me? And I coasted in the gas station, and clearly I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready for the big time. So I had been nurtured, you know, preparation, preparation, going through all kinds of experiences to where I could be on the big stage where people could challenge and question my ideas. Because, as you know, I don't know if you know, but uh, because so many people love my book and it was everywhere I was teaching, everywhere my seminars exploded and so forth. I was doing the same thing. But there were a lot of people who opposed me and that's what I had to be ready for because that knocks you down when people challenge you and question, why do you think you know all this? And, and I had 10 years of sitting in my office listening to women complain about their husbands. And so I felt like I was an authority on how women think and how men think because I'm a man. So anyway.
0: Yeah. It's an interesting juxtaposition because I think everything you say, it's kind of like everybody's hopes and also their fears. Like I think sometimes what keeps us small or keeps us in our comfortable place with who we're dealing with is that we do fear that people are going to say like, who are you and what do you know and why are you talking about this? And so, if I hear you right, it sounds to me like what you're saying is embrace that growth time because really it's all unfolding perfectly because you're getting yourself prepared for what's to come. And you, you
1: and- said, let me underline that was my mantra, which was I'd heard someone say back when in the 80s, when all this was building up to the 90s, where it exploded for me, they said, every. It was a comedian on the Johnny Carson show uh, who said, every show you do, you can be heckled and heckled. It's only a rehearsal for when you get onto the Johnny Carson show. And I remember that. It was all just rehearsal until I hit the big time. And it and it was. And it prepared me. I mean, I could go on for hours of some of the more uh, uh, challenging uh, interviews I did of people who wanted to, in a sense, bring me down. Because Minute from Mars was over four years number one bestseller on New York Times list. It's still around the world. Last year, this is 25 years later, that book sold half a million copies and using other countries as well. I just came back from Saudi Arabia, if you can believe it. China, I'll be going to Russia next week. So, and I do this regularly. So, you know, kind of like rock stars, they they go big in America, then they go... It sort of ripples out to the rest of the world. And so really, Mina from Mars is very new at all these other places, just like it was back in the 90s. So I'm just riding this wave, going along, helping anybody I can who's interested.
0: Well, I bring up an interesting point, Ben. So you're going to these other countries. I'm wondering if their development in their relationships or the, the women standing in society makes what you were writing 25 years ago relevant there now, where you're having to come out with a new book here in order to uh to kind of keep up with the times are you finding that that's the case
1: exactly you hit it on the nail again it's uh you know it, what happens is the in countries where women are becoming more independent that's really the the changing element is as women become more independent financially self-reliant it changes the dynamics of relationships tremendously And the first stage in that is improving communication, which is what Men From Mars really is about, is understanding where people are coming from so we're not misinterpreting them. This new book is not really about where they're coming from. It's where we need to go to because what's the challenge in our post-feminist world, whatever you want to call it, is we have women being more on their male side. Independence stimulates a male hormone called testosterone. And so I'm looking at all very biologically which is there are certain behaviors that will stimulate more estrogen and progesterone in women that actually will make women happier and more in love and be able to experience greater fulfillment. In simple terms, manage stress effectively. Whereas for men, they have to make sure that their estrogen levels don't go too high and their testosterone levels are high. So men need about 10 times more testosterone to 30 times more to be happy and fulfilled. Women need about... Twenty times more estrogen than a man needs. So we have these biological differences. As much as everybody's trying to say we're all the same now because we can do the same things, we're not the same. And, And so I'm still fighting that battle. I mean, there's a lot of backlash on Mars Venus, the myth of Mars Venus, and all these things. And nobody can dispute our hormonal differences. So it's to me, it was it sewed it up very nicely in how we are biologically different, which gives us an indication of what we need to do to make our relationships. Fulfill our dreams.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I agree. And actually, the hormone sections in this are are really outstanding because it's something nobody talks about. It's really fresh and it's really different. And so I, I love that. On that note, I want to kind of make my own underline on here because I do think there's a lot about equality, equality. And I would like to say I know myself as a feminist that I think equality has to do with respecting and cherishing who we are and our differences and giving those differences equal value. It's not about being exactly the same. It's about each of us, we are different, and they're both equally wonderful, both of those things.
1: You said it beautifully. That's right in sync with what I keep trying to bring forth, and in this book, pointing out that every human being is a unique and different human being, uh, a balance of many qualities, and, and one sphere is a balance of masculine and feminine qualities, and so learn to respect that, Honor that, appreciate that, viva la differences, which is back what I was saying in the 90s.
0: If I'm getting it right, when you're talking about independence, you're talking really uh, primarily about financial independence right now, aren't you? Because financial yes. independence, with that comes more emotional independence and so on and so forth. And so I do well, think.
1: Let's, let's underline what emotional independence means. In this book, financial independence means that you're no longer dependent on somebody for survival and security to a great extent. As Maslow pointed out, then your, your needs elevate to a higher level. So a priority for most men and women today is emotional fulfillment. We're looking to marriage. We're looking to intimacy for emotional fulfillment. So we need to upgrade our skills to provide the emotional fulfillment for women to express all of who they are, for men to express all of who they are and let go of these stereotypes that limited men to not being Uh, connected to their more feminine qualities that limited women, these past stereotypes from expressing their more masculine qualities, but to be all of who we are, our unique expression of both those qualities.
0: Bam. We love that. That's awesome. Thank you, Mr. John Gray. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm having a, an interesting discussion with John Gray. You know him. He's the Venus-Mars guy, right? He's got his new book out, Beyond Mars and Venus. I want to make sure that you check him out at MarsVenus.com. We're going to take a really short break and check in with our Facebook audience who's live here to make sure that if they've got any questions, you've got him right here. This is the man. He's here right now, live, you can ask. and. When- When I come back, I'm going to ask John Gray for his best tip for men and his best tip for women. So sit tight. We'll be right back. What's going on with you? You seem so up all the time, and your business is on fire. What are you doing?
1: I started Train Your Brain You. It's the only program for entrepreneurs that addresses mindset and business growth strategies. The idea behind the program is that when you feel good, you act great, and it's awesome. You can check it out at trainyourbrainyou.com. And that's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com.
0: Is it expensive? Seriously, it's like you're a whole different person.
1: It's only a dollar a day, and you get all the latest tools to help you stay positive and grow your business. You would love it.
0: Where do I go again?
1: trainyourbrainyou.com. That's trainyourbrainu, the letter U, dot com. Check it out today.
0: Hi, this is Dana Wild. Welcome back to the Mind Aware Show. We are talking to John Gray, Beyond Mars and Venus. You know, he's the one that put that term on the map. And really in the early 90s, it was a revolutionary book and has become the guide for so many people and so many relationships since then, but now we're in a more complex world, and so how do we deal with the emerging independence, the financial independence, the emotional independence, the seeking for more personal development, and how do we navigate that in relationships and still respect who we are? Well, that's what we're talking about today. So thank you so much for all of the the great information you've given, and I know one thing I really like about your material is that you're really respectful to give different kinds of advice to men as opposed to women. So let's talk about that for a second as we close up today. If you were talking to men today and you could give them one tip, what would be the advice you'd give them?
1: Well, men want love just as much as women do. And we are open to receiving and giving love when our stress levels are down. And for men, it's testosterone, which is so important to increase the attraction to our partner, to have motivation and interest. So many men are losing interest and they move from one to another or they're in a marriage, they stick, but they don't have the passion. One of the keys to that in keeping testosterone and a healthy level for that man is not taking testosterone. I don't recommend that. It's making testosterone. And the way you do that is by monitoring your emotions and to know that whenever you're angry, your testosterone is turning into estrogen. Let me just say that again. When you're angry, your testosterone is turning into estrogen. And if you get angry at someone and express it out loud, your testo- your estrogen, the female hormone, keeps rising and you become more stressed. So it's not productive, one, for the woman, but also for yourself when you're angry to make sure that you stop talking. Now, women don't understand men. And so women will tend to ask you questions at that time and sort of bait you on. They, they think that if they can get you to talk, you'll feel better. Because for women, when their estrogen levels rise, when they're low, expressing anger, verbalizing, articulating what they feel will actually help bring them back into balance. But when a man is stressed, it actually puts him further out of balance. He needs to become quiet. Meditation is one of the skills of doing that. Uh, Working out in the gym, watching the news, reading a book, journaling, anything you do which is quiet, which is introspective and being accountable. These are all qualities of masculinity And that's what you need at those moments.
0: Wow, I love that. So it's men, when you're feeling angry, you're better to find a way to manage your emotions rather than have it explode or go out. I love
1: that. Good. Yeah, one of the ways of managing emotions for women is to share with somebody who can listen. And that helps her. But for a man, the first thing is to quiet your mind, temporarily forget what happened. Women don't have that capacity as well, but men can temporarily forget it, look another direction, do something that makes you feel good. Once you feel good, then reevaluate the situation that's triggered your anger, because anger is a very primitive part of the brain for men, and they don't want to make decisions at that time or say things. Wow.
0: Wow, I love it. It's that you know proverbial count to ten. Dude, that works, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Even do a calculus problem's even be better. Use <laughs> <Here's> your brain. I kept those
0: calculus problems on. Okay, how about how about for women? One tip, if they're gonna improve today, what do you think?
1: The most important thing I see for women, and and the book is, of course, big and lots of tips, okay? So I feel, look at this, I know,
0: it is seriously, (laughs) it is just like a
1: Bible. It's unbelievable. It's really beautifully done. It was a, anyway, the, for women, when they're, when they're earning money, put it that way, when you're earning money, you're making more testosterone and your estrogen levels tend to go down as a general rule. That means you're kind of more on your male side. You're almost feeling like you're from Mars. You need help to come back to Venus. So relationships, particularly, loving relationships with men can be one of the most powerful ways if you're heterosexual to come back to your female side. If you use that man to come back to your female side, which is let him do things for you and appreciate those little things. There's a lot on that, but the bigger part of it is to vent. It turns out therapy, which has become this massive industry is primarily women going to therapists and women venting when women can talk about what they feel when, when somebody else can feel what a woman feels Then suddenly her stress levels go down. Her ability, her hormones balance. She doesn't need to take hormones. She makes hormones. And that's a key factor as well. So the importance of talking. So if you want a man to listen to you and you're complaining about him, he won't listen. Just forget about that. What you can do is go to a man when you're, when you're feeling stressed, look at what your stresses are about your, your life other than the man. There's a lot of stuff that's going on in your life. And if you think, that the only stress in your life is your husband you're mistaken okay <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> I've got any single woman she's overwhelmed there's traffic there's business there's payments there's all these things going on in your life go to the man in your life and talk about those things for a limited amount of time and just say i just want to talk about this you don't have to fix it you don't have to share anything just be quiet but listen because when a man simply listens and is quiet and a woman can express what she's feeling. Actually, a bonding process takes place. She will feel better. And he'll stand there and wonder, what just happened? She went from feeling stressed to feeling better. And she gives me credit for it. So there's a lot to learn about communicating. <laughs> but that will create more intimacy. But more importantly, helps bring the woman back to the stimulation of estrogen, female hormones, which is a process called pair bonding, which I talk about in the book. And that's powerful stuff. And that's why communication is still so vitally important. And many women who are on their male side feel like I'm too busy to talk and he doesn't listen. So I have nothing to say. So no, no, no. You've got to dig deeper and open up and be more vulnerable than women in the past because you need to bring back to the feminine side. And men are good at it if you teach them.
0: And it's good for us to be vulnerable, too. I love it. And two of the really strong points I know you made in the book that I took away were that men want to be appreciated, women want to be heard. And I thought, man, that's just so true, I know, in my own relationship. But if I can always remember to just stay in that place of appreciation for the the way he's being in my life, and, you know, if I feel like I'm heard, it really does. It really works. And so I love it. Very good. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, it's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: It was awesome. And you get this, right? Go check it out. Remember, it's MarsVenus.com, so it's so easy to remember. MarsVenus.com. You can go do it right now, Beyond Mars and Venus, the new book. It's about dealing with relationships in our complex world because you hear – What John Gray is saying here, if we are happier, if we're doing more to be emotionally connected, if we're doing more to understand each other, then we're living lives that are more fulfilling. We're living lives that are more rich. And you know what? The bottom line as entrepreneurs, when you're happier, you make more money. When you're connected, you make more money. And so get out there right now and try to understand each other and appreciate each other because you can do that today. And we'll see you next time on The Mind Aware. Ready, fire, aim. I can do anything I want with my life and no one can stop me. Once you shift these habits and you do it long enough, it becomes so easy and natural. I am on a ball in outer space. I bet you try salad tomorrow for breakfast after hearing this. Get a tattoo on your forehead that says shift your focus. That'll make it so easy.
1: Music comes from the space between the notes.
0: Bam. That's it. No truer words have been spoken. I love it. What kind of business do you want? Do you want a brick and mortar or do you want a click and order? I want people to practice good legal hygiene. I'm a foodie, too.